0: Joe Biden has officially entered the 2020 presidential race, but instead of a town hall, he's planning to hold Uncle Joe's deaf poetry slam.
1: Chase Bank is being criticized for posting a snarky tweet criticizing customers' spending habits. Chase immediately deleted the tweet and then charged customers a $6 dollars oversnark fee.
0: <laughs> President Trump wants immigrants to pay a fee to file an application for asylum. When asked how immigrants are supposed to afford the fee... Trump suggested they just pawn red carpet gowns they've already worn.
1: Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are expecting their first baby any day now. In traditional royal fashion, Meghan will be chauffeured to a butterfly sanctuary where she will be red Voltaire while the butler holds her teacup.
0: And finally, as prisoners at Guantanamo Bay age, the Pentagon is considering how to make nursing home type adjustments. It shouldn't be difficult because bingo is already a form of torture. The Trump Report starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz
1: TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now,
0: let the
2: buzz begin.
0: Ah uh, yes indeed. Welcome to Trump versus Biden. Wait, I think I might have gotten a little ahead of myself there. Welcome to the Trump Report. Oh, I'm Christian no. Blatt. What, what, did I Sorry, is this the no spoilers edition of the presidential? I didn't know I was race? signing up for that already. Well, well, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be Trump versus somebody. Unless you believe Scott, then it'll be Pence versus somebody. Uh, Chelsea, say uh, hello to the people. Hello, people. That's Chelsea Galicia and Tamara Brown. Yeah, that's me downtown, yeah. Tamra
1: How how is everybody out there? Let us know. Let us
0: know in the chat or just yell out your window. We'll <laughs> hear it. Uh big Joe Biden entering the presidential race. I think that was a uh, it was a. I don't even know that it was a secret that he was trying to keep, but you know, it wasn't official. And um, you know, there was some awkward apology videos. So there's that. Uh, what do you think? about his viability as a candidate based solely on these current allegations. We will go beyond that in a moment. But the, uh, the you know, ah, he made me feel uncomfortable, uh, all of that, that, you know, I think it's been fairly well documented over the last month or so. Uh, and videos of him, you know, leaning in for awkward whispers and things. Some people complain about them. Some people are like, no, that's just Joe being Joe. But uh, Tamara, do you think that this is an actual issue that's going, is going to be an issue because of how often he'll get asked about it? Uh, Do you think it'll be able to go away at some point? I think, or should it, should it even go away?
1: I think he's fine. It doesn't bother me. These allegations don't bother me. I am the first person, you know, like in any sort of situation, I believe women always, but this isn't even that. It's he smells people's hair and has been yeah, in their face, <laughs> and that is inappropriate. And it's been brought to attention, and I okay. think it's time to move forward. So, if
0: going forward, he keeps smelling hair, and and you know, like if the, if there's new stuff that think, happens, I don't is don't that think gonna he's be an, going to be going no, no, sure. That, you don't think he is, but let's just say it happens. Like if if it happens tomorrow, there's video of him just like the big. <laughs> Is that Pert Plus? You know, something like that. That could be an issue, right?
1: So you're asking me if he is the Democratic nominee and if uh, if he smells somebody's hair— Will I vote for Trump for for his second term because he's because Joe Biden has uh, stepped in to smell somebody's hair? No that, question, that, I will not. No, no, I,
0: I'm saying like you know how, do, how does he do in the primaries if if he uh, if he can't keep it? It's not even his hands to himself. If he can't keep his think, nose to himself, I don't think
1: his hands and nose are going to be an issue for him. I really don't.
0: Hmm. Well, I, I remember President Trump bringing up uh, that you know he had small hands and that was a big issue. So hands do come up in debates, Chelsea. Is this an actual concern, or is I, it?
2: I'm totally on Team Tamra here, and I. So don't, you're going to vote for Tamra? Yay! Yeah, I've been officially I'm in announcing.
0: i am been for that too. So.
2: <laughs> I I don't see this as a problem. I don't see this anywhere in the realm of Me Too. This is if there. It's just not for me. Um, I don't think not for you either. I'm glad that we're work together on this one because I think that there are um, a good number of women who are like there is one thing to be sexually harassed and um, made to feel like you need to sleep with somebody in order to have a career and to be, you know, threatened, demeaned um, sexually and have somebody put their hands on your shoulders or lean into you a, a little close. I don't think that that... Um, goes into um, the realm of, of, of illegal harassment at all. It's one of those, you know, fine lines where you have to be able to tell people, oh, that's a little close, why don't we step back a bit? And, as he said, he'll take more responsibility for it knowing his his position. I don't think that that is what will take him out. I am hoping what will take him out is just that he's a meh uh a man. You, I was going to say,
0: you left the <laughs> off the no, end no. of that. Yeah. It's not that he's a man, were it's tripping just that over he's each other. Man. Man. So, yeah. yeah, it said he's a man. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, well, uh, I think that, I think it's something that he'll continue to be asked about. And I think as long as he, uh, as long as the answer never becomes, are you still asking me about that? You know, I and mean, not that he would use those words, but that, t- you know, sort of that uh, tone if you cut through it. But, uh, I I mean, I think that, uh, you know, he he enters the race as a front runner. But then when you look, it's like, oh, yeah, like 14 percent, you know, because it's like uh, the numbers that I saw, 43 percent. It wasn't not sure. 43 percent don't care, you know, of uh, I think don't it was registered. Dep- they just don't care. Because like, I, I think it's 35. Yeah, that's what I
1: heard. Today. Well, was, I, I heard that they didn't care. I heard today, as far as Democratic voters polled, he's in the lead, Bernie's second amongst Democratic but it, at voters. At like 9%.
0: Yeah. So it, it's like, but it's it's a very... I think it was it, like 30-something. See, the, the one that I saw, that's all I can refer to, is it's a very, it's a very narrow sl- slice of pie. It's like, you know, down to Beto with like 3% or something, you know, and Mayor Pete had like four or five. So it was like everybody had like tiny little percentages and the majority of people, uh, I, you know, I was kind of turning into the skid for comedic purposes, but for the most part, people are just like, you know, just not sure. Because, again, what do do we know about policies for some of them? And and for a lot of them, it's not really that much.
2: I I think even I'm, you know, pretty politically passionate, right? Or else I wouldn't be here. And I'm even a little um, I don't know what what the right word is, but a little bit just backseat, withdrawn, just taking a look, just listening just observing and seeing how it shapes up but I am not going hard for for any single candidate right. right now including Bernie Sanders who you know a couple of years ago you might be shocked to say that a few years later I'm still even on him going to sit back and look at all the options because he may have been the perfect choice in 2016 he may not be the perfect choice in 2020 the time same for Biden he may have been a good choice one of those other times that he ran but not in this. Contacts, so we we shall see.
0: Uh, so, would, do you feel it's like you're kind of walking around the the, the car dealership after hours, just looking at the cars because you don't want the uh, salesman like. What can I get you? You know, you don't want one of them coming right up to yeah, you and shaking hands that's and being a like, good "Can you text me $40?" Yeah,
2: I just want to, I just want to hear, I want and it, it's not just about what their policies are, right. but a lot of how I assess whether I, you know, am passionate about a candidate is how they respond to things that happened. Things that respond, that happen in in the, you know, whether it, how they respond to a mass shooting, how they respond to, you know, Whatever life over the next nine months until voting starts in Iowa, how are they going to respond? How do they react? What does their leadership look like when they need to, to react? Because we can, everybody can have the most grandiose idea of po- policies, but it's how, how do, what does somebody say? How does somebody appear as a leader in the times when life happens? Because as much as their policies are interesting and important for what they plan or want to do. The truth is, is that life happens over the course of those four or eight years in office. And most of it is a reaction to what happens in the world or in the country and less about their agenda.
0: Uh, Tamara, keeping in mind how important it is to deal with things that are in the news currently, do you feel like it's important to have a candidate that can respectfully talk about Game of Thrones without giving away spoilers? Is that is that like kind of? Did anybody one?
1: give them a? Did somebody give away a spoiler? No, none of the
0: candidates. They I know, just understand that that's a big deal. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a big dragon oh, fan, if but they I know
1: what's good for them. For They're, heaven's <laughs> sake, I would. That's that. That's something that would certainly <laughs> touch anybody you want, Joe Biden. <laughs> but don't give away a, a spoiler to end game. Spoiler, again.
0: right? See, exactly. You got to have that around. Yeah.
1: Um. I. I also. i I. I would like to think that most Democrats are going to be like me and will vote for whoever the Democratic nominee is that will. I think we all need to throw our weight behind the Democrat. Well, once well, well, whoever the
0: nominee um, is. Sure. But I, but sort of I, before that stage,
1: before that stage, I've said, I've said for the past five or six shows that I have, I'm n- nobody is standing any ahead in my, until the debates start until I, and probably until around June will I imagine that I'm going to start to be in favor and of one person I, and over I, another. And I mean this
0: legitimately. Do you mean this June or, like, next June as, like, the primaries well, go along? Or
1: I think this June. This okay. June, once we start to see them talk to each other and see... Kamala against Elizabeth, uh, against... Uh, Cory Booker, I feel like, has been... I, I haven't really heard a peep from him. Yeah, about well,
0: there is that rumor going around about him. Yeah. And he's been laying low ever uh, since. it
2: necrophiliac?
0: Yeah, it's been, going, it's been out Gosh, there for like three weeks. guys, I Look, cannot... it's been out there. <laughs> this is not funny. <laughs> Look, you weren't there. You don't know. Uh, but legitimately, <laughs> the reason why I wanted to get to this is that... This wasn't an op-ed, but it was an article in The New York Times that asked this question. And I'm going to answer it as, as a white man would, and then I will uh, ask what you think. But the question asks: should a white man be the face of the Democratic Party in 2020? And I have two quick answers to that. One... Yes, if you think that that's who gives you the best chance to win. And two, this is the crazy part. If that's who people vote for in the primaries, then yes, absolutely. Now, as Bernie found out, it doesn't matter if more people vote for you in the primaries, if the superdelegates are rigged and, you know, they're going to have the nominee they want. So is it more important to have a Democrat who is going to win or gives you the best chance to win or... I think we need to, you know, have someone who's more representative of the party. Maybe they they are. Let's just say that Biden or Bernie is the best candidate going into, say, January. You know, when the primaries are going to start, Uh, should the party be like, nope, we're all in on either Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, you somebody that is, you know, not a white man. Uh, Do you think that that's what the priority should be, Tamara?
1: No, the, the winning I, I, is what I, I, I'm asking. I think putting putting a priority on not electing a white man is just as bad as putting the priority on electing a white man. You know, I think I think if, if you're gonna, I, I think the 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 best candidate is going to be the best candidate. I don't think the Democratic Party should. If we truly are. Um, you know, above any sort of discrimination, then I think it should go... It, we we should be looking at policy over identity
2: politics.
0: What do you think? I'm on the
2: same page as Tamara, and but I would have to take it to, like, one degree further, is that it's not just the best candidate, but we, I believe, need a candidate that many Democrats and even independents can be very excited about. I don't think it's just a matter of, like is this person most electable against Trump is does this person light people up that's what we're going to need in order to meet and beat the intense passion from the other side which is why somebody like Biden um mm, what's the right word for it is not doing it for me because yes i see he's the front runner and he you know appeals to a wide base but I don't think that if he is the nominee that he will create a a fire and a passion and intensity on the Democratic side. I just don't. And it's not because he is a white male. I think that there would be that excitement if it was somebody bold, say, like Bernie Sanders or Pete Buttigieg, and just because they have... um, I don't want to call it more like charm, I don't especially because Joe no. Bernie's not charming, but, but I, I think that the excitement around them, the excitement around what they stand for, and it's not just a return to when we were kind of working. This is bold, new, you know, going into the future, you know, with gusto and not just about beating Trump.
0: Right. I mean, I think that you certainly saw that with uh, Bernie in 2016 and then, you know, about, sure, Buttigieg and, uh, you know, Beto during his Senate race. I mean, he yes, he did not win, but everyone, as far as I can tell, was surprised at how close that got. And he did sort of have that kind of support. Um, I I don't know that he's necessarily the best candidate, but it's the kind of it's not even intensity. It's, you know, when you create it starts with grassroots. But when people are just like, yeah, I'm just all in on this guy, like how in 2008 was supposed to be Hillary's year to run for president. But then obviously, uh, you know, you you know, I mean, it it was believe it or not, it was down to uh, Hillary, Obama And uh, John Edwards. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, yeah, but like Obama's way more interesting and exciting Mm -hmm. than all those. And yes, of course, you know, being African American, you definitely get more attention. But I, I mean, you know, he's not the first African-American to ever run for president, you know, and I there was something about him, I think, that people really connected with. It's just they would hear him talk and go, yeah, that guy, what he's saying. And I don't know that anybody's doing that right now. There's plenty of time for someone to do that. There's plenty of time for somebody. Yes, there's like 20 people running for president. There's plenty of time for somebody that isn't in the race right now. And I'm not talking to you, Hillary. You, you don't. You don't need to do this. Okay, you're okay.
1: Christian, calm down. She's not getting
0: in the race. Oh, she's uh, she's Jeff, not isol- even trying. Isolate this clip so we can play it back next year. <laughs> uh, but uh, time coding it, guys. <laughs> thank you. Uh, no, I look. I, but it, you know, uh, it's. I I do feel like this is probably what you're going to get you know in terms of who's actually running. I think a lot less of them come the next few months. But uh, I I don't know. I mean, you see people definitely get you know all sorts of Support, But I know Beto spoke in Los Angeles. Uh, My my wife's cousin went and it was an event that they moved inside because there weren't as many people as they thought there Mm. would. So they kind of sat in like a lounge, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm sure I could say that about other candidates, just that's the one that I know. Mm -hmm. So I know that specifically that happened and you know this isn't a rural area this this isn't like you know Bill De Blasio going to Iowa and like two people sitting down to hear what he has to say this a lot of people could have made it to that event so uh, I, I don't know who... This
2: is L.A. What time was it? And yeah. that, that makes a total difference. About <laughs> well, Did you have LA to come... RSVP? Did you have to...
0: Right. Was and there a red carpet? Well, <laughs> there there was not a red carpet, but I, I think they were doing headshots there outside, so mm-hmm. I feel like there should have been a lot of people there.
1: Well, also, there's the what Chelsea pointed out last week is that, does it even matter? Because Russia is going to interfere in this election as well.
0: Now, I do think mm-hmm. Russia can certainly interfere, but I think that if... You're not dealing at the same kind of margins as you had last year. Like, who's to say that Russia hasn't been interfering for 15, 20 years? You know, it's just that the elections um, were further um, apart.
2: Oh I, man, that is. Did you get that from Trump? No, sounds, I got that from like me, some, me something because that he would say. Because
0: wait, I'm saying, do you know that they haven't been? But I'm, that, the, but look, that that election was. I'm hoping that so would have been in
2: the Mueller report. They would have said, actually, these efforts began no, well the, before the 2016 election. That this was based on infrastructure that they had right. built X I, I, I think that ago. the
0: Mueller report was basically about like, yeah, here's a bunch of things that the rest of you can do. I, I'm out. I, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I'm tired of being Bob Mueller. Bye. Um, yeah, right, exactly. But, but yeah, it's weird that I, the Mueller report I, ended, ended with, bye by Felicia. I was just like, well, that's weird. Anyway, my sense like,
2: from you is that you don't believe that the interference made that much of a difference. But no,
0: I, I don't. So, I think that not enough people voted for Hillary Clinton in states that because, had the right number of electoral part votes. Of that, she didn't go to Wisconsin, places like that. You know? That is
2: true. Yeah. And at the same time, some of this interference was aimed at social media, at particular yes. people in these states to not only turn up the volume on support for Trump, but also to turn it down on on Hillary.
0: Yes. But if you have, the, to get to the bigger picture, if you have an exciting, engaging candidate, you're not going to turn down the volume on Bernie or, you know, like an Obama, because very few people were excited about Hillary. You know, they were just like, she, she
1: got the nomination.
0: She got, notice what I mean. But it wasn't, it wasn't, people didn't talk about it the same way they took, talked about Bernie. I mean, you know, in theory, without superdelegates, Bernie could have become the nominee. And
2: this is what I think is the Biden problem that he feels to me like he, Hillary, I'll vote for him if that's my option. Right. But I'm not fired up. I.
0: What if Gary Johnson gets back in, you think? <laughs> You think, uh, you know, it worked so well the last time. Let's get another or. Well, no, Ralph Nader's dead, isn't he? All right. So that's not going to work. But, uh, you know, the. Uh, no, is Ralph still
2: alive? No, three, third party. Please don't. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't.
0: Uh, but I mean, yeah, look, I think that the 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 interference is easier when it's somebody that just people aren't that passionate about.
2: You know, I'll give you that. That is true. Yeah. But also the the interference w- was in outright lies, outright lies helping Trump and outright lies
0: like saying your candidate killer. is a necrophiliac. That's probably a lie. Right. I didn't say any names.
2: I I, I can't not I cannot
0: believe you I cannot <laughs> I think Tamara started it
2: I did start that <laughs> one <laughs> Terrible it's
1: No, no. it didn't Actually, catch on like wildfire like still I time. He,
2: he did say that he if he were the, the nominee he would uh, opt for a female vice president
0: which is an interesting point uh that I mean you put that out there uh, and I don't mean you I mean he puts that out mm-hmm. there Who, which Biden? is uh, No Biden yeah. didn't put it out there Booker, Booker. Booker. Okay. Yeah uh I just almost made a joke for really old people like me, uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, Booker did put that out there, and I was just like, okay, I, I, that seems like a kind of a stab in the dark. Like I remember during the Republican primaries, Ted Cruz let us know that uh, Carly Fiorina was going to be his vice president, but he wasn't. You know, that was just because he was just trying. they was trying anything. I mean, look, his dad killed, tried to kill Fidel Castro. Okay. So obviously, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> do you feel better now? Uh-huh. Uh, but. Look, he's friends with the guy who said that, so obviously it doesn't bother him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, you know, and that seems like, it seems like a pretty early point in the process for a Hail Mary pass. Like, I I don't know. So let me ask, as women, do you hear that from Cory Booker and go like, okay, I would give him a stronger look if he, and, you know, let's say he, it would be like Kamala Harris or someone else who you know gets out of the race that you are familiar with. You know, not just like oh. The, uh, Tamara's shaking her head very loudly so that our listeners on on Spotify and iTunes probably can hear it. Uh-huh. But what are your thoughts on Cory Booker saying like oh and by the way my VP is going to be a woman? It's
1: the same thing as I said earlier about I I don't think that we are. I'm not I'm not just looking to to vote for a woman. I want to vote for the candidate that is inspiring and by saying i'm gonna have a vp that's a woman to me that's the same as i'm going to i'm going to have a vice president who is left-handed i don't care i get the vice president that's best for the job
0: right and and also i mean it's hardly the point to be trying to figure that i don't know so you hear and, and you know cory booker's the one that did it but any candidate Does that affect? Does that make you think less of them that they're doing that at this point in the process? That that he's putting that out there.
2: No, I mean it's not. It doesn't really do all that much because I feel like I would have seen that coming from him, and you know, oh, okay, that's that's cool, but it's just not going to move the needle. I don't think. Um, I think things that move the needle might be more like what Elizabeth Warren is doing, which is coming out with bold proposals, you know, eliminating student debt and um, gosh, what that, oh my god. Well, that's, it, the, I mean, that's the, is going, the, that is the one?
0: big one that she's been at, out of the forefront of, and I, I think that's smart when you pick an issue that a lot of people can relate to, um, I've already paid off my college debt, so I would like to know what's in it for me. You well, know? you know,
2: here's the thing: i I was one of the am one of the lucky few who didn't. Lori Laughlin got
0: you into college, yes. <laughs> I know all about it. <laughs> I've read about no,
2: it. Do I look like her? Like I could be her daughter then she paid to us? By the way, I could have gone to you USC could be because I, I had a parent that went to USC. But I was like nice to my parents, and I was like, I'll go to a public school. Look at you. Yeah, isn't that nice?
0: Because no, my I'm, wife went to USC. She was mm-hmm. like, I'll take, yeah, that's, yeah. that's where we're going to go. But Aunt Becky got her into anyway, yeah, that but, was your point.
2: But I, I, I do believe that it is good for the economy. People that have money that they don't have to pay towards student loans can buy stuff from us, can hire us for stuff. Possibly
0: you know? buy real estate, you know, I mean, or at least, you know, save up for it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... So it's good for us all. And a lot of people you know, especially like the better school you you go to and by better I mean in terms of experience, like you go to an Ivy League school, I, I honestly don't know. Is, is that like 50 grand a year? Like I assume it is. So oh, you're got to be more than that. All right. Well, so maybe not an Ivy League, my maybe school, maybe like Hofstra. At this point,
1: my school is 60,000 a year, I believe. Okay.
0: See, that's that's why I did I went to a college that, you know, granted I graduated 20 years ago, but it was like my freshman year it was like $16,000 a year. So I don't I don't have a good grasp on what it actually Cost. I just thought. So let's say you're you're in for like two hundred grand worth of debt, and even if you are on a track for a great job, uh, you're still that's that's still a lot to get out from under. And
2: here's the unfortunate thing: is that like I had a lot of I graduated law school in two thousand eight, right? Great great year to graduate yeah. um, when a lot of people um, couldn't get jobs in their desired fields. And then most, of, a lot of people, I would see them at the work comp board. I am one of the few people who went into law school knowing that she was going to be a work comp attorney because it's it's a, a family thing. And then I ended up disliking it. But I would shockingly see all these people I went to law school with show up at the work comp board. They're, they're you know, big work comp and- attorneys. And then they got stuck there. Is
0: that, is, is, just for clarification, is that workman's compensation like getting hurt on the job? Yes. I just wanted to make sure that that's mm-hmm. the way it wasn't. We went from workmen's
2: yeah. to worker's compensation
0: a little bit a oh, while ago. I get it. But. Yeah. But no, look, yes. I still live in the 90s. It's my fault. <laughs> but yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. But, so, then they got these jobs and they're kind of stuck there. I see them around now and they're kind of like, yeah, I got it. I Like, they don't have any options. So, even if you are able to find a decent job that pays you six figures. Many of these people are miserable. And is that really what we want? People who are stuck in a career because they have no choice to leave? I mean, I I'm so, so lucky and thank my lucky stars that I had the option to leave because I didn't have these loans hanging over my head. It's the only reason, I think, why I have the, the choice to, to hey, be here right now and to be writing a book and to take on things that I'd never imagined before. And I think that that would be great for an entire country.
0: Uh, but Tamara, do you think that when you're making a major issue out of you know forgiving the college debt specifically... A uh, lot of people who vote don't go to college because they don't want to. They go to work right out of school, you know, all, all that. I mean, do you feel like it's better to have an issue that maybe doesn't immediately disqualify? I, I don't, I don't want to guess at percentages, but that's a considerable percentage that people who don't go to college. Uh, do you think that uh, do you think it could turn someone off like, oh, so you're looking out for all those college types. But uh, what about me? What about Joe or Jane Lunchbox here? I included Jane.
1: Um, I th- what so then? <laughs> what issue is Joe and Jane lunchbox? What are they concerned
0: about?
2: Probably, probably you know, building,
0: probably building the, the wall. Coal
2: industry. Pretty
0: oh. sure building the wall.
2: Now that's not very nice. I'm just asking. I would hope. Well, the, assuming that weren't they're not like this is like the new one issue voter, right? Um, I think there but are Elizabeth a lot of Warren those. speaks a lot to wanting to clean up the corruption everywhere. When you know Wells Fargo was found out to be. Um, you know, firing employees that had uh, open fraudulent accounts because the higher-ups were pressuring them to do things like that. Um, She went to bat against the, the execs, got the CEO taken out, essentially, and then the next one that went in, not too long ago, she, I think, helped oust him. So I think that Elizabeth Warren has done a good job over the last, I don't know how many years now, to show that she is a champion of the people, not just a champion
0: of the student loan Right. No, no, I know. I'm just. I just. She as we wants were talking to about, do
1: away with the electoral college, right? Wasn't that one of the things she said recently?
0: That seems a little self serving for Democrats. I'd. I'd be interested in the Republican that says they want to do away with the electoral college because let's be honest. I mean, in this century, Democrats have gotten burned by the electoral college twice, so they kind of sound like sore winners of the electoral. And sorry, winner sore winners of the popular vote. It sounded right in my head, and mm-hmm, then it came out wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm
2: not sure if that is the uh, the. A part of her brand that even i know so if it, yeah she could be but it's not something that she's really come out for but my point here is is that she's putting forth like bold policies like today i saw an interesting one from Amy klobuchar that she planned to put together a criminal justice um advisory board that would go through and allow mass um oh my gosh Oh, help me out here when the Sorry, I was in the chat, I definitely. No, when um I was going to say get out of jail
0: free, but You're thinking of Monopoly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Park Place and Boardwalk are no. far too expensive. I agree.
2: That she, that she is going to allow many people the opportunity to to a, a chance to get out of prison early by granting clemency because she's going to have this board that doesn't need to be approved by Congress to help her in advising which um, uh, prisoners should be let out early on a mass scale. So that is an interesting, bold idea. Am I the only one that heard about it? No. No, I heard her... T- she talked about that
1: in the town hall in her town hall uh, last week on CNN. She's got a lot of really great ideas, and I I hate to say this, I mentioned this last week, but I feel like Klobacher's biggest hurdle is that... You can't she, say her name right? She's not... How do you say it? Well, it's, Klobuchar? It, it, Klobuchar? It's, it's, okay. it, it's easier than uh, Buttigieg. You know? um, so she
0: has that now.
1: So she just doesn't have the celebrity personality that is going to be needed to, to win this. And I don't know if any of the candidates actually do at this point really stand out with 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 the with the the celebrity personality that uh, Roger Stone used to bank on for for everybody that that he's always helped but anyway. Roger Stone
0: by the way who I believe is uh, speaking in a strip club this weekend uh, to raise him. money for legal defense no it's not it's, I know it sounds like a joke oh but that's God. actually true yeah. uh, definitely the way I said it you would yeah. think like I, of course I, that's I, a joke but let's uh, go, it's not
1: I, I, when uh, during the um, during the Kavanaugh hearing, um, I I loved uh, Klobuchar. I loved Kamala. Um, uh, Booker
0: was there. Did Booker he stand up? No, no, he he
1: he was a little. Um, I felt like he wasn't making clear points. He he did a little running around in circles. I don't remember what main I, at the at it, the time. It, it, like, you
0: know, for me, what I remember just to interject about uh, Booker during that, I'm like. Oh okay, so he's basically like got his campaign website open and he's reading from it and trying to tie it into this hearing. Mm, it, it felt felt a little bit I mean, look it's it's opportunistic for everybody running for president, but it, it for me it felt a lot from Cory Booker that that's what he was doing with that moment. It's like you gotta hide it better than that.
1: my but my point is in bringing up the Kavanaugh hearing is that when I when I watched that, I was inspired by by Kamala and Amy. and I just think that um. Uh, and Diane Feinstein, but she's not – doesn't matter. She's not running for anything. Um, but uh, my point is once I see them on TV and these debates start, I feel like that's when I'm going to throw my weight behind a certain candidate.
0: Right, and I think that's what's going to help a lot of people because, I mean, look, if you just – if you look at everybody running, you you know, like, okay, the people with the most name recognition – biden bernie elizabeth warren you can say others too but i mean those are people that have been in the news in recent years anyway so you know who they are so they have that advantage now once the debates start and yes it comes down to who do you get a good meme from who has like the good sound bite, you know who all that and it's like yeah because especially when there's going to be 14 candidates in a debate or whatever Mm -hmm. uh it's going to be about oh who has that one moment that is probably only under 30 seconds who shines in that moment, and then that's who you look for the, the next debate.
2: I'm, my money is for for that. If that's the criteria, is Pete Buttigieg?
0: I think he. I think you're absolutely right. Um, because you mentioned uh, prisoners, I did want to circle back to that. Is something that has come up that uh, Bernie has. Uh, said that he feels like, you know, released prisoners or I don't know if while they're still in prison, whatever the, the plan is, uh, should, should be able to vote. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, as any uh, any astute questioner would ask, and I think this actually is how it came from the audience. They specifically asked, like, well, what about the Boston Farmer? And uh, I think the right answer to that is like, well, I guess we'd have to look at everything. But I don't I don't think that that was the answer that they got. The answer was, oh, yeah, well, everybody, obviously we have to let everybody vote. And I, I think that's when you sort of get the, the reverse meme, because now you're the guy who wants the Boston bomber to vote. It doesn't even matter about what your issue is, because mm-hmm. the idea of letting prisoners vote isn't necessarily a bad one. It's like, you know, well, you know, what are the requirements? What kind of crimes? How long? You know, to, I, I don't know what the answer is to any of that.
2: I mean, to me, off the top of my head, what sounds fair is that if you took away somebody else's right to vote, i.e. you killed them, mm-hmm. then you don't get to vote.
0: Right. I mean, I'm on the same page as you. I think it's like, well, if you wanted to be able to vote... And yes, people get wrongly imprisoned all the time. But in general, it's like, well, that's another reason to think about not committing your crime. You know, it's like if voting is so important to you, maybe you don't hire someone to murder your spouse. I mean, because you read those stories all mm-hmm. the time. Those are out there. Mm-hmm. That's somebody that I don't think should get a right to vote. Also, I don't know that they would get prisons, released.
1: The prisons are bursting at the seams with people who have hired
0: someone if, to kill
2: their spouse. If
0: you get your news from the Daily Mail, like I do, <laughs> there are a lot of those stories. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, Most it,
2: of them, it, federal prisons, are violence. nonviolent drug offenders. Sure,
0: and I, I don't see any reason why someone like that shouldn't be able to, to vote. But at the same time, if you're going to say... No, because we don't want to open the door a crack for them. Because we don't want murderers to be able to vote. I'm like, yeah, I get that. I, I don't. Know. Yeah. It's not. A, it's not an important issue for me. Um, I, I don't know. Am I missing a segment of the population, Tamara? Is this important for people out there? You know about the Heartland. You know about the world. I, I don't. I don't live Burbank, so I don't really know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's a good question. Like, oh, as we're all kind of saying, we're not. There's not a candidate that we're super fired up about. Maybe it's like, is there an issue that? What is the central issue that each of us would really think is is the most important? Corruption. Whoever, whoever has a stand on right. this issue, that's the person that we're going and, and, to. And I
0: think the person, I mean, the issue ought not to be beating Trump, but at the same time, ability to do that needs to be somewhere on the checklist, mm-hmm. you know? Um, there's Um Cleaning a-
2: up corruption and... A strengthening democracy. That's, there, all there's, that, that's all there is.
0: There are a few comments in the chat that I wanted to get to. Our uh, Scott Brown, uh, he coined this phrase, I think, last week in the chat, and I missed it. Uh, he's referring to the field of Democratic candidates as the crat pack, apostrophe C-R-A-T. So I want to give him credit for that because I, I like that. Uh, Roberto Bravo says, Wokefest 2020 will get Trump reelected. Uh, I think that that is a way to encapsulate what I was trying to ask, which is that that idea that the New York Times asks, should a white male represent the Democratic Party? And if anyone's answer is no, absolutely not, under no circumstances, should a white male, then you might be trying too hard, you know. Uh, But uh, I I wouldn't put it quite the way you did, uh, Roberto Bravo, but uh, bravo on being here watching the show. Uh, (laughs) And uh, one more thing for our Scott Brown Uh, This is directed at Tamara. Biden occupies the big bag of knuckles lane. He's the Democrats bully relative to the Democrat field. He's no progressive. And I guess the thinking the thinking there is a bully is possibly going to be uh, what you would want in a general election against President Trump. But I don't know. I don't know if he can successfully be bullied. I mean, he can on Twitter, but I feel like you know on the on the debate stage, you know, he'll just come up with a new uh, nickname. I for wonder you.
2: why 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 bully? Is it because he came out of the gates with strong numbers, which by the way came from larger donations? So while the Biden campaign is trying to use words like grassroots, I'm like, is any? I'm thinking to myself, is anybody really believing that when your first fundraiser was held at Mr. Comcast lobbyist house? I. Or by him, at least.
0: That sounds like a small business owner. Am I wrong? <laughs> Comcast, I, they don't own anything, do they? i have never heard of them, they don't, right? own, they don't own a building down the street from here. By uh,
1: bully, does, does, do we just mean, like, the candidate that has the, like, just the brash, no-nonsense, like, I'll say what I want? I mean, that's probably true. We do need a candidate that people... <laughs> that's, that's how we have Donald Trump. People gravitate towards the... Uh, no nonsense. I you, you can't tell. I'll say what I want. I can't be I, I can't be pigeonholed or held back.
0: I'm not going to say what they want me to say. Uh, and uh, referring back to our earlier conversation, our friend Jeff Graham in the booth says uh, with Cory Booker saying that he would have a female running mate. Uh, it's uh, very up there with uh, quote my best friend is black so it's saying like my best friend is a woman yes. so mm-hmm. uh, yes absolutely uh, but uh, and uh, Jay Camacho in the trap Bernie or bust so they're they're mm-hmm. still there they're just mm-hmm. like yeah we're all in uh, four years hasn't changed the way they felt uh, uh, you know
2: the, I- the hard part for me about Bernie right now is that Elizabeth is in and for me uh, they're they're very similar they stand for pretty much the same principles. I would be thrilled with either one of them. So, I don't know. What do I do? Spend money on both or wait until it's one or the other? I think they need to rochambeau who's going to be who's running mate. There you go. I, I don't know if that would help them. I think... And and when people try and tell me that they are the far left, I, you know, I roll to the max because they're not far left. They are just... Left, I just feel that like someone like Biden is just like a hair to the left of Republicans. Do
0: you feel like there are people that you would say, like, oh, that person represents the far left? Like some people would say Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is far left. Is she at least farther left than they are?
2: Yeah, I think because she has used terms like, you know, capitalism is irredeemable. And she may have very good arguments for that. But um, I think that there are... Um, candidates, including Bernie and Warren, that would say that capitalism can work if we, if we, I don't know what the took the corruption out of it.
0: Right, but you know, communism might have worked if there weren't corruption at the top, and you know, <laughs> they, they kept okay, all the money but, at the top. So,
2: but right, but right now we're. A capitalist society. So, sure. some people are not comfortable with the idea of upending that whole thing. And I too, I would like to know: is it possible to do capitalism with a consciousness?
0: I wish we had specific sponsors for this show because that would be the perfect time. It's like, speaking of capitalism, this segment is brought to you by Carl's Jr. <laughs> or Select- whoever. Whomever. Oh my gosh.
2: On the way here, I saw a billboard. The
0: I think billboard for, for Del Taco? Yeah. With the
2: Beyond I thought, Meat Tacos? I thought of you, no, I thought of you when I saw that. Oh my gosh. A week, a week or so ago. They made that, that announcement. That is exciting.
0: So would you try a Del Taco Beyond Meat Taco just yep. to see how it is? Yep.
2: I, I have... I have, I can't remember the last time I went to fast food, but I have gone to Carl's Jr. Because they have gone the... the me. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I feel like that's... Uh, <laughs> sorry, storage resident, resident. Uh, always in the chat. It just makes me laugh. If you're undecided, donate to Trump. I think that's actually very funny. Uh, Wait,
2: if... Uh, I would why? be very curious to know if I don't he see his logic. had to vote for anyone in the Democratic field right oh, now, yeah. Trump was not an option, who could he stomach? Right.
0: If, if this was the end of Trump's second term and he just wasn't able to run again and your uh, Republican options were the Republican options that you have right Born now, Joe like, Biden. like Bill Weld, you know. Uh, so, yeah. Is, is there anyone of the 20 Democrats, this is directed to storage yard resident, but also Trump supporters, if you know, you saw all of them and it's like, well, I got to vote for one of these. Just let's say that they were both, they were running against each other. You Mm -hmm. know, this is the only election Mm is going to be this Democratic primary. And I think some countries, that's kind of how it works. Uh, So whom would you be most comfortable voting for? If you're watching live, tell us in the chat. If you're watching the archive version, leave a comment. And uh, we will try to get to it uh, next week. We always try. I
2: would have a feeling that it would either be somebody like biden who if you think about it biden's biggest money supporters are going to be the same ones that give trump money or somebody oh, yeah. on the other end of the spectrum uh more like a, a a bernie or people who have an issue with bernie's age and maybe he's a you know too left pete Buttigieg, who to me is sort of a um I, I think he tries to call himself a progressive, and he's Kind of there, I think he's like a B minus progressive. So, uh, whereas if Joe Biden tries to call himself a progressive, dear lord, that would be like
0: C I minus. I don't he, feel like he plus. was, I don't know what, what you gonna he say. He kind something. of
1: did in his first, um, in, in his speech that when he was apologizing for the touching and stuff like that, he <clears> talked <throat> about how for his entire career he has been the far left guy, and he says that, uh, the way <sighs> that the party. The way that the party is moving at this point,
2: um, oh, no, I'm, the, the, I don't the, want to misquote what he The whole country saying. went really right, and he went right along with it.
0: Who did? Uh, Joe Biden? Biden.
2: Yes. It, even if he was on the left, like, I don't know if you can see my hands here, like, this is the left and this is the right, but the whole thing went like this. So he went right, too, and I I would like to see somebody course correct. Who is actually a moderate, but a moderate if you don't look at the last thirty years? Did when he vote we've for the viewed... Iraq War?
0: I think I didn't didn't like everybody feel like you know, and and I think a lot of people did it because politically you didn't want to be the oh you're not voting for that because look how important that is so you hate your country you know and I think I mean look, Hillary real quick? it what did did d- Biden did vote, Biden for, the vote for the Iraq war? war?
2: I'm gonna guess yes.
0: I'm gonna guess yes, I'm gonna but
2: guess no. I think he didn't.
0: You're going to guess no. Now, and would what is, that make a difference? What is your would no guess? Would that
2: make him progressive in your eyes?
0: What, 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 and also, what is that no guess uh, based on, I, I suppose? Because
1: I, th- I think I remember him pointing that out at, at, at Well, it's true. The if he
0: didn't, he would definitely point it out. Uh, so let's see. Did, <laughs> did Joe Biden vote for Barack Obama? No, that's not what I'm looking <laughs> at. The answer is no. He wrote He wrote in his name. Is
2: that the question uh, that came it, up? It, it
0: came up as an autocomplete option. Oh, my gosh. Which I think is great. Uh I love, what does uh,
2: that say about Americans? Uh,
0: Joe Biden voted for the Iraq War and the Patriot Act. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Uh, and, uh, my you know, mistake, my mistake. Yeah, and then, of course, this is the beauty of looking things up at the Internet. Is Joe Biden a Republican? So
2: <laughs> oh, that's that. That is a fair. Question.
0: Well, that's saying that he's not that far left. If anybody's exactly. googling that, like oh wait, I kind of like what he has to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we're uh, essentially at a time. Uh, there are so many other things I wanted to talk about this week. Um, you know, there's this whole. Uh, you know, Trump doesn't want. Any of his financials to come out of Deutsche Bank and and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Is there a way in two minutes to to say do you have like is it? It seems like it's never concrete with that. Like if they want to do it, they can. Yes, but if they choose not to because of whatever the president has said or done, they can. Can they just not turn this over?
2: By they, you mean the bank. I me,
0: mean, do I'm specifically talking about die, Deutsche Bank.
2: I mean, they can withhold until the end of whatever the legal dispute is. But just remember, I think that people should... Ooh, we've that's, got th- cheering th- for that? That's a
0: legal dispute, yeah. Um,
2: a little trigger-happy back here, oh, guys. <laughs> no problem. I think people need to go back to the emoluments clause, because I know some people are like, oh, enough with the investigations already, but... The emoluments clause, where you're looking to see if the president is financially or otherwise wrongly benefiting from his position, that is something that is Congress's responsibility. So, when people are like, "Oh, enough with this, leave him alone," you're trying—they're trying to get into his personal finances. Uh, yeah, that's because we need to make sure that no, you know, foreign or domestic uh, entities are having any undue uh, influence on him by essentially benefiting him financially. And,
1: and and again everybody keeps pointing this out like if there was nothing to be worried about then why is he trying to block why is he trying to block his taxes from being released why are, is he, why is there a lawsuit uh so that Deutsche doesn't Do it- let any of I mean, his,
0: I know a lot of people think that there's all sorts of things hidden in there. I think it's because he's not as rich as everybody absolutely. thinks. Absolutely, I, I think. Absolutely, it, I think he's so, embarrassed by that. I don't think he's done it. There's, I don't think there's anything criminal in you know filed tax returns or any legal documents. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying that you don't file paperwork with a, a government agency that reflects that. You know, you kind of fudge it a little bit. I, I think that that's what it is. It's mostly embarrassing. Is that what uh, what you're where you're I mean, meaning?
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised, but you think that's enough that just that with no illegal activity is enough to bl- keep him from trying to get everything released
0: yes Every, everything's a, a popularity contest. I mean, he ran for president because they made fun of him at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. You know, he, he ran for president because uh, Seth Meyers thought he was better than him. That's really what it comes down to. Anyway, we are out of time, but uh, thanks to everybody who joined us in the chat. Uh, thanks to Scott Moore being on assignment, but uh, in theory, he'll be back next week. Uh, and until next week, Chelsea, where do people find you? At Chelsea Galicia. And Tamara, where do people find you?
1: Hey, Tamara underscore.
0: And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ, and you can find this show at Trump Report ABTV on Twitter. Thanks again, everyone. We will see you next Tuesday at 4 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Until then, have a good one. Bye.
1: Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it.